You heard the rest. Now here's the best. Stay tuned, sports podcast. And hello there, all you stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, back again after a very good New Year's, you know, holiday weekend. Um, Giants lost, Cowboys lost, Eagles won. Ugly, but you know. Notre Dame sucked. <laughs> you know, they, they pulled a, a line of Falcons there, being up by 24 or 21, whatever, whatever it was. But, you know, uh, kind of going into the game, I wasn't too sure of what to expect, being it's Marcus Freeman's first um, game coaching the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. But, you know, I'm not ready to throw the towel in on him. I know some fans probably are already are, but that's. That's sports for you. That's that's why we like these sports teams. You know, gives us something else to, to complain about other than, you know, stuff that might be going on in your life. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but before we get into the show, because we got a pretty pretty good show, I think. You know, we got um, NSRA guys. Stay tuned. Sports Truck Podcast Series is back um, tomorrow night. So I'm going to do our three racers to watch for the chase. Uh, talk a little bit about Aaron Rodgers again, but a little bit differently than compared to last week. And um, have our hot minute take of who is the bigger diva. Now, am I talking sports or am I talking music or am I talking cartoons? I don't know. <laughs> you just got to stick around and and uh, see which ones I'm talking about. But before we get there, if you all could do me a favor, head over to staytunesports.net. So you could click all of our social media accounts and like, share, subscribe, make sure your notifications are on. So that way you find out if we're doing a giveaway or, or whatnot, you know, pops up on your phone and you're like, oh crap, that's right, I got to follow them. Um, also, if, head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports. Just another way to show your, uh, your support if you want to do it that way. And don't forget, we have our chat line still up and running, 612-STS-CHAT. Pretty sure maybe one of you may call in for next week's show uh, about your opinions about my, my diva segment. Or even, you know, maybe the, the, the Aaron Rodgers topic that we're going to talk about. But before we get there, so like I said the boys over at NSRA took two weeks off for the holidays obviously you know Christmas and uh, New Year's but they are back this Friday 9 o'clock Eastern over on YouTube 3YTV. TV make sure you subscribe to them too as well um, Peter Short and I'm, I believe Drew should be there uh, the commentators this week kicks off the chase for the championship and looking at the top 10 drivers that are involved in the chase looks pretty good uh, I think it should be very very competitive for these these top 10 racers and on top of that they're back at Daytona uh, tomorrow night so I mean who made the chase uh, <clears throat> excuse me something stuck in my throat there uh, we have Jason Gracias 
who is leading all drivers in the chase. John Conzero, Christopher Darling, Philip Scott, Justin White, Jeff Price, Jordan Shepler, Ben Mashburn, Nathan Moore, and Travis White. I mean, every one of those guys all year has have been very competitive and always, you know, either won some races, you know, as the top, I believe, eight guys all have at least one win. Some have three. And even the, the bottom two, especially Nathan Mower, he, he was probably the one of the, the more consistent ones. Um, didn't win one. Didn't win a race this year, but I believe if he would have won a race, he would have went from like eighth up to like fifth or something just based off his points. But he's not one that I think should uh, be watched for his chase. And as far as my three racers to, to watch for this week or throughout the whole kick my printer <laughs> um, throughout the whole uh, chase obviously the first one Jason Gracias I mean he has three wins on the season has been very very good all year um, has seven top five nine top tens and that's the key like I, I, I feel you know obviously you want to win but as long as you could be consistent more than inconsistent, like, you know, two, you know, every two races or so, you know, you're at your top five, you're going to get those points and it's going to help you push to the top to win the championship. And I, I think that's what he's shown all season long is that not only can he win, but when he can't win, he's still a very competitive racer that always ends up in the, the top five there. Then I got uh, Philip Scott who just won one, just won a race a few weeks back that locked him into a chase. And if you asked, I think uh, Garrett Gleason might have been one of them that said on the broadcast, he's definitely a racer that deserved to be in the chase because he was another consistent one. But could never break through to get that win. I mean, you look at his his, uh, season... He has eight top fives and eight top tens. I mean, you can't get more consistent out of that through the first uh, 13 races. So, you know, Gracias may may have had the wins, but Scott was a little more consistent than, than Gracias. And then the third one, I was torn. So maybe like the, the, the one that didn't make it, maybe he's my honorable mention. The one that made it here was John Conazaro. Um, another one that had three wins. Just him him and Jason Gracias are the only ones that have three wins on the season out of 13 races. With uh, Also, like with him, you know, he had five top five finishes and eight top ten. So not as consistent as Philip and Gracias, but he's... He's quick. My honorable mention was actually Chris Darling. Um, he made it in. I, I believe he had two wins on the season. And I think he's uh, second or third in points. But I think I, I kind of held back from making him my third racer to, to watch. Because the weeks when he, you know, just had bad luck or whatever, it was bad. You know, Either he didn't finish a race or 
finished in, in the back of the pack. But he could he could be you know the wild card here. You know if he puts it all together and wins out the season, the the rest of these races, he'll win the championship. So that's my three racers plus wild card to, to watch for this upcoming chase. So make sure you guys tune in tomorrow night, Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern time over on YouTube, 3YTV. TV. Say hi in the chat. I'm always there. I'm always throwing out different questions or different topics during the race. And sometimes, you know, Drew and, and, and Peter have uh, some interesting topics to talk about during cautions and thing like, things like that. I tuned in this past uh, Sunday night to watch the, the Packers versus the Minnesota Vikings because obviously that game had some impl implications uh, if for if Philly's going to make the, the playoffs or they would have to go another week to find out if they'll make the playoffs or not. Philly needed Minnesota win or to lose to be able to clinch a playoff spot because the 49ers won against the Texans, which I still don't understand that. <laughs> um, so I wanted to see you know, how it goes. And especially with Kirk Cousins being out, I knew our chances were a lot better. I want to see also how Green Bay would be playing. Um, and Aaron Rodgers just played, obviously, like Aaron Rodgers, like MVP uh, player that he's he's been playing this year. And after his one touchdown pass during the game, they, they put up the this, this stat that he had, you know, at that time, like 35 or 36 touchdowns uh, thrown for the season with only four interceptions for the season. And the little side note next to that was two of them were in the first game of the season when they got blown out by uh, New Orleans or someone like that. And, I mean, I, I couldn't remember the last time a quarterback had such a great season like that. Like that, to throw only four interceptions during a season as a starter, it just insane so it got me thinking you know what are some of the best quarterback performances ever in you know nfl history and where do i think aaron Rodgers' 20 21 22 season ranks up among them and i, I found this one article that ranked their top 10 you know they had like uh tittle from the giants from back in the day um dan marino was on there his 84 season Peyton Manning from 2013, just coming back from the injury, the, the the serious neck injury that, you know, was supposed to end his career. Um, Tom Brady's and the New England Patriots undefeated season. You know, so all these, you know, uh, popped up and I was reading. And where would I have put Aaron Rodgers with this? Like, so if you compare Tom Brady, Tom Brady's undefeated season to Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning. I would probably still put Rodgers over those two guys. And I I, I kind of have Aaron Rodgers' season tied with this one as probably the greatest quarterback performance in the, the history of the NFL. The thing is, and I kind of brought it up last week, you know, comparing Rodgers to Favre, was you look at Peyton Manning's 2013 season. Yes, the big storyline was coming back from the neck injury um how how is he going to respond yeah he'll, he'll have the 
the smarts to be out there, but they still have the, the strength and this and that. And Tom Brady, you know, Tom Brady had Randy Moss. Throw it up there, get it. You know, that that's where Randy Moss made his money, his whole career. Plus, Patriots had a good defense. You know, I believe like Ty Law was on that, that team. Um, Rodney Harrison, I believe, was still on the team. Peyton Manning, case you guys forgot, had Demarius Thomas. Um, no Sean Marino, who was having a good season at that time. Um, Eric Decker, who's obviously not, you know, a Demarius Thomas or a, a number one receiver, but he was a, a good complimentary wide receiver. Pretty much like what I said last week, who does Aaron Rodgers have? I mean, yeah, De- uh, Devontae Adams, who has over 1,700 yards receiving. But, you know, okay, in the past couple weeks, Lazard has been coming on. But if you really look at the team, he still has, if you take Adams away, he still has average players. And usually average players, and we've seen it with, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles, like Greg Ward and, and the practice squad team. When Carson Wentz was thrown, balls get dropped. Uh, balls get tipped up in the air for interceptions. Not Aaron Rodgers. He makes sure that you're able to catch that ball. So, I mean, like, the, the season he's having. And if you try to compare it to Tom Brady this season, you know, Tom Brady going uh, back-to-back seasons with 40 plus passing touchdowns that's impressive it is but again he's on Tampa Bay that has Mike Evans uh, Godwin or Goodwin even though he's out now with the 20 ACL and last year before he went full-blown nuts Antonio Brown which stories are coming out now that the story about the ankle being hurt is true it's gonna take a little side rant here um he screwed himself by leaving the field that way if he would have just said no i'm not going in and just sat on that bench the rest of the game that's why you got a union you go to your union rep and say hey these guys are trying to put me back in there when i'm hurt i didn't feel safe doing it but the way you acted you lost all leverage of trying to win a case against them so that's my little rant about that um so yeah Looking at over the years, the only other quarterback performance I would put up there is the 2019 season of Lamar Jackson. He only had six INTs. You know, you could say he he was a check down guy that year, didn't really throw deep, but he still had 3,900 yards. Um, or I'm sorry. I forget how many yards he had, but he had, he had over 3,000 yards passing with 36 touchdowns. So, I mean, he's pretty close to Rodgers with the touchdowns, but he also had 1,200 yards rushing. Now, the only reason why I say I have a hard time putting Rodgers as the number one best ever uh, quarterback performance here is because of that 1,200 yards rushing. That makes it a whole different story but this is also like comparing apples to oranges Aaron Rodgers is a, pa- a pocket passer and it might have even been in this game that they said that the new way uh, going forward is 
you're going to see a lot more quarterbacks running to get the first down, more so than quarterbacks sitting in the pocket and trying to pass for the first down. But this 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 season for Aaron Rodgers is just outstanding. Um, if he could finish this season, because I, I, I well they got the number one seed, so he may sit this coming week. But if he could, you know, finish the season with four four INTs, I don't know how they will be able to vote against not making him the MVP. Like he he should be the MVP of the season. Tom Brady, it's impressive, but you have the uh, the players there. Aaron Rodgers, he's only got one. So up next, we're going to talk our hot minute take here of Divas. Now you're probably like Jimbo, like, is this a boring segment? Should I just skip it? You know, is this about cartoon? No, no, no. This is about Antonio Brown and some moron tweeting out that he's just as big of a diva, or who's who's a bigger diva, AB or TO? And I had a laugh about it. But I figured out this would be a good comparison. Uh, so who is the, the bigger diva? So in case you've been living underneath the rock, AB ripped off his jerseys, his shirt, all that stuff, ran off the field, quit on the team basically. Which got people thinking who's the bigger diva between T.O. and Antonio Brown. Reason why I say it's Antonio Brown is you look at everything, every single year, every single month, it's been something. Um, going back late into his Steelers career, started having problems with Big Ben. And I'm not even taking consideration the problems off the field. You know, that's just a whole different side. Problems with Big Ben. Gets traded to the Raiders. Last there a few months because he didn't like Mike, Mike Mayock. Um, but if you look at, you know, T.O., really all T.O. had was a problem at 49ers by using a homophobic slur towards uh, Garcia and doing sit-ups on his front lawn over a contract dispute. Thought I could get that in a minute, but I guess I can't. So I'm just going to kind of go over time here um but if you really look at you know to he was eccentric ab is just me 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 with all his actions and really you know we shouldn't blame him we shouldn't blame to the person that really made antonio brown that way is vante barfacet that's my true belief that that hit made Antonio Brown this way. So we'll be right back after this quick break from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Pear. If you have a business, you need a website. What's the best way to get a website up and running? Choose a website hosting company that makes it simple 
like Pair Networks. Pair has over 20 years of experience managing the entire digital ecosystem for thousands of online businesses all around the world. Pair makes it easy for you with do-it-yourself website building tools and features, including simple drag and drop page design. And they have guaranteed US-based support technicians ready to help you whenever you need it, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Right now, when you sign up with Pair Networks, you'll receive one free month of web hosting. See for yourself how easy it is to build your own free website. Visit pair.com slash free to get your first month of website hosting for free by using the code QUICKSTART. That's pair.com slash free, promo code QUICKSTART to get started today. your blue picks of the week brought to you by skunk duck studios the best ducking designs on the web and that's right so we are going into week 18 the first uh season that we have a a, a 18th week um last week not a bad outing for me i went two and one And surprisingly, the, the one pick that made it, or that didn't make it, I thought was a sure thing. And that was uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks over the Jets. I picked them to be a blowout. We all know what happened to, to Antonio Brown. Uh, first half, just seemed like Tampa Bay couldn't get that, you know, the defense just couldn't stop the Jets. Kept it close. And Brady, in the end, did what Brady did, making a comeback and winning 28-4. Or, I'm sorry, 28-24. My lock pick was the Packers over to Minnesota. I believe I took that before Cousins uh, was rolled out due due to the COVID protocol. But once that came out, that all all, all but sealed the deal for a Packers win there. And then I took the Cardinals over to Cowboys. Cardinals won 25-22. At the very end there with a controversial... Delay a game that didn't get called. Uh, this is why Troy Aikman should not be calling Cowboy games. I mean, was it a delay game? Probably. But we've seen a lot of times that that double zero would be sitting there for a second before the snap and then nothing gets called. Um, when the, you know, the play got snapped, Arizona got the first down and was able just to kneel out the clock. Whereas that delay game would have gave it another third down try stop for Dallas. But didn't happen. So go cry somewhere else, Dallas. <laughs> but so on, on the season so far, 26 and 18. Hopefully I could finish out the, the season here on a, a good note. Um, so for my blowout pick, I got the Bills who are giving 16 over the Jets. I said three weeks ago right before the Bills won the game that 
I picked them. I, I believe it was a a lock pick. Um, it seemed like Bill's offense kind of stalled a little bit. Well, the past three weeks, they finally got that offense going. Defense has been doing good. And I don't think we're going to see a repeat of the Jets-Tampa Bay game. I think this game's going to be over by halftime. So I got the Bills over the Jets. My lock pick, I got Tennessee, who's giving 10 to the Texans. Tennessee's getting Derrick Henry back. Nothing else more to really say. Um, plus, the Texans' offense is just just cannot get going at all this season. They're still averaging like 15 or 16 points a, a, a game. And when you factor in the fact of Derrick Henry being back, probably going to wear down that defense. So I think it's going to be a long day for the Texans. Then my upset pick is Pittsburgh over the Ravens. Pittsburgh is getting five and a half. Both teams are still fighting for a, a playoff spot. Very slim, but they still have a chance. And I think with this possibly being Big Ben's last game, not only in a Pittsburgh uniform, but probably forever, probably calling it a, a career, I, I, I only could think this team is going to rally behind him and say, let's let's win one last one for him. Let's get to the playoffs. Let's really try to see what we could how far we could go if we make the playoffs here. And I really believe in any team that that has a player that the team buys into like that, good things come about it. Ravens are struggling. I mean, Pittsburgh struggled early in the season, kind of crawled back into it, but maybe a little too late, but never know. You know, so I got Pittsburgh winning uh, for my upset pick. So to recap, for week 18, I got the Bills over the Jets for my blowout pick, Tennessee over Texans for my lock, and Pittsburgh over Ravens for my upset. I'll still do the blue picks going into the playoffs because obviously you're still going to have some, you know, uh, upset picks to put in there, or maybe even some blowout picks. You know, Philly against Green Bay. Obviously, I could take Green Bay to get to get blown out there. Um, but it's been a really good season so far. Hopefully, this last week I could end on a good note with these picks, and hopefully, you guys are doing good with your picks. Hopefully you're, you're winning your, your millions. So you guys could head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports to show your support. You know, give me a dollar or so. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm the little guy here. But uh, so I think that's going to be it for this week. Don't forget tomorrow night, Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series is back. 9 p.m. on YouTube, 3YTV. Come in the chat, say hi. Head over to staytunesports.net for all of our social media accounts. It's on the right-hand side there. All our merch uh, stuff is there. And don't forget, 612 STS Chat. Tell me, who do you think is a bigger diva? Terrell Owens, Antonio Brown. Where do you put Aaron Rodgers' season as best quarterback season ever on your list of you know Mount Rushmore's, if you want to call it that? So till next week, This is your good friend Jimbo, signing out.